Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way, hold way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, Smart Mamas. This is Lacey here with Crystal. Unfortunately, Ellen was unable to be with us this episode, so we're just chatting with Crystal. It is the day before New Year's Eve in 2020. Let's get rid of 2020, right? (laughs) Let's do it. This is insane. This year's gone by fast, though, as shitty as, as it's been. Like, didn't it just happen like the world blew up, you know, in I March? know. I know. I feel like, how was that nine months ago? I feel it was, it was like last month. Like, we're still living in this weird twilight zone that I don't know. So, we are excited to close out 2020 here. So, there's been a lot of stuff happening recently with the COVID vaccine being released and, you know, I was able to get it right before Christmas. Thank you, Pfizer, for the best Christmas present ever. But I also like have this weird like feeling of like as happy as I am that we're having this and happy as I am that we're going to be able to like end this pandemic and get back to normal. Like I just have this weird sense of like, I don't know that I kind of want to leave my little bubble yet, if that makes sense. Like, you know, I've kind there has been some good like things that 2020 has been like, oh, 2020 pandemic, can't do that. Like, oh, no, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, like I don't need to make New Year's Eve plans because it's a pandemic and I can't do anything anyways. So I'm totally okay doing what I would like to do and what ordinarily do is sit in my pajamas and watch mm-hmm. the ball drop. Like, it totally gives you an out. Like you don't even have to come up with an excuse. Like nobody invites you to anything because nothing's going on. Yeah. So like, I don't know if I'm ready to like get rid of that excuse yet. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Our listeners are going to be like, you are freaking crazy. Like, let's get rid of that excuse. But well, what I'm afraid is like, it's been so long. And then and once, you know, I mean, I don't know, when does it end? Where's the line of like, now we can go back to being normal. And how many of these habits we've created are going to be lifelong? Like how are we just going to stop wearing masks and stopping freaks about germs? Or is this just, yes. normal, you know? Well, yeah. And like everything happened like within a week, like there was a week where the world just changed. Mm-hmm. And how do you go? Like, it's not like we're going to have a week in 2021 where the world just changes again. Like, how do you end this? And how like, it, yeah, it's weird. And like, when's it going to like be okay to like go to a concert again? Like, when is that just going to all of a sudden be okay? And is it going to feel weird when it is okay? I don't know. I mean, can you imagine being in a group of people without a mask on? Like, I don't know. I don't think I could do that for a while. Okay. So tell me if this has happened to anyone. Like, like tell me if this happened to you, Crystal. So watching TV and like you're watching something that was, you know, like we were watching Parks and Rec this summer and 
they have this episode where like the government shuts down because they run out of money in this town. And my husband and I are watching that show and we were like, like in our minds, it was totally normal. Like, of course the government shuts down. Like that's like not weird at all. And then like, there was a part where like at the end, they all like get together for a concert at the end of this one episode. And I was like, oh, that's weird. They're not wearing masks. And then I was like, oh, this was recorded pre-COVID and there was no such thing as a pandemic and government shuts down and masks and all this weird stuff. And I was like, you ever been watching TV and been like, oh, that's weird. All those people are really close together and no one's wearing a mask. (laughs) Yes. Anything I watch now, like right now I'm binging six feet under and there's just so many times I'm like, oh, like it's like cringeworthy almost. I mean, these habits and this like psyche is ingrained in us now. We've been doing this for nine months. You know, it's not just going to change. And our kids are going to be forever changed. I mean, they're, they're going to grow up differently because of it. Yeah. So what do you want Tegan to remember from all of this? I want her to remember uh, like the rare blessings I kind of looked through all the family time because we had a lot of time together that we normally would never have had. And just time to talk and just be together. Other than that, I don't know what I would want her to remember. I mean, it's been kind of a crazy year. Yeah. So I was trying to think of like things that I wanted my son, who's four, to remember from this. And one of the things that we had talked about was the vaccine. Because Mm. whether you get it or not, what, you know, like, like, that's all beside, you know, beside the point. But the fact that they were able to create this and roll it out in such a short time is historic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the like, I just think back to a story that my husband told me when we were, I think we were four when the Berlin Wall fell down and his parents made a point to like talk to him about it. And I think that like he remembers it because of that, where I, I have no recollection of that happening. I'm sure my parents did talk about it or I saw it on the news or something, but they didn't like somehow like it didn't stick with me like it stuck with my husband. And so I tried to talk to my son about like how this is a big deal. And mommy got one of the first shots and it, you know, they created this and and we were really grateful for the scientists and and all of that. And so I just wanted him to like, remember, like, even if it's just like, yeah, mommy got a shot, like, I just want him to remember something about this historic part, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I probably, if I can ever get the damn shot, I'll probably <laughs> oh, <laughs> talk hopefully, to her about hopefully. that. God, it's a shit show. But I think the the timing of everything too is a little, I don't know, it's a little sweet how the vaccine rolls out at the end of the year. So it's like we're closing this year and now we finally have a way out of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not just rolling to 2021. We have like an out. We're making forward progress. Yeah. You know, like something's progressing, something's changing instead of just like rolling into 2021, like, yep, same Groundhog Day. (laughs) Yeah. Like the past nine months. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, so we're recording this the day before New Year's Eve. Have you ever set New Year's resolutions, Crystal? Oh, yeah. Every year. And what, like, what was your New Year's resolution for 2020? And did you fulfill that? 
So usually I've been pretty shitty with resolutions, um, <laughs> but last year I actually got it right. I, um, well, I didn't like ha- make a hard fast resolution because I just, I feel like once you like announce it, then I don't know. I feel like I just would suck at it once I like made it known. So it was just like in my heart, I guess, but I just wanted to be more intentional with working out and fasting. I was like, 45, 40 pounds overweight. And, um, just, I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't happy. So I started, um, working out and I ended up working out nearly every day. Like it literally became not an obsession, but I really enjoyed it. It made me feel good. I just really liked it. And I was a person that was like F off. Like you want me to go to the gym? Like (laughs) I'll, (laughs) I'll go to McDonald's. Like, no. And I really like, really, really got to enjoy it and challenge myself. And then I started fasting and I I lost all the weight and I was like at my goal and I was feeling great. And then my world blew up. And when was that? July is when I got the news. So I was in the best shape of my life prior to that. And that was basically from a new year's resolution. So, I mean, you can change your life if you want to be intentional about it, you know? And what a time to be in the best shape of your life when, you know, being faced with a health crisis. And so that that's so awesome, Crystal. I'm really proud of you. How so how did you like go from the New Year's resolution to like actually creating a habit that you did every day? Because isn't there I think. Uh, I think the gonna, science says like 20 yeah. days creates a habit. Yeah. Like there's something where it's like if you do something consistently enough, it will create a habit. And then it's like brushing your teeth. Like mm-hmm. no matter what you do or where you are in the world, you brush your teeth at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's really like you, you can do anything you want to do. Like you control what your body does. You know, you say, I'm going to work out. You make your body work out. You just do it. Like you don't take any excuses from yourself, hold yourself accountable and just fucking do it. You know what I mean? You you just, (laughs) that's all all you can say. You can't like sweet talk it. You can't make it pretty. You just got to like suck it up and do it. And it it sucks at first. And then it sucks a lot less as you go. And then it starts to feel good. But once you get through the, I'd say the first two weeks are probably pretty bad. And that's when people are like, this is terrible. And they give up. And then when you start again, it's hard again. And then it's just hard. Something that you do that's really freaking hard. You just have to get through it and get through that like initial conditioning, like training, that soreness, that just, you know, build some endurance. And then you can really see what you can do. And it's rewarding. And you can, you know, you see yourself losing weight, you see yourself building muscle, you're getting stronger. It's just, you have more energy, so much more energy. Like when I would work out in the morning, I would feel really like fantastic the rest of the day. I mean, it's really true what people say. Yeah. And fasting, I'm obsessed with that. I haven't been able to work out since my treatment. I tried in the beginning and I just couldn't do it. Like I get winded going up a flight of stairs. And when I would try to work out, I would, my heart rate would be like 180 and I wouldn't even be doing like cardio. So I just had to, had to stop, which sucks. I don't look forward to going through the the hard part all over again. But, um, but a lot of those principles that you learned and incorporated into your life prior to your diagnosis have probably helped you 
through, you know, like that grit, that determination, that like mm-hmm. consistency, I'm sure has impacted how your treatment has been going. I really think so because I never, I never really thought of myself as like strong or like that type of person that can just like get shit done. And, you know, I just, that's not me. Like I'm kind of a wuss. I like, <laughs> you are not a wuss. On myself. <laughs> no, but that's how I see myself. That's how I've mm-hmm. always seen myself. But it's like now, like I can get myself in shape. You know, I can lose weight if I want to. I can work out if I want to. I can build a business if I want to. Now I have, you know, I don't want to do this, but I, I want to fight this battle and I want to, you know, be well for my life and my family. And you can do it. I mean, you can literally do anything. You just have to do it. That's so inspiring, Crystal. It I mean, goes, just no excuses. Yeah. It goes along with a quote that I heard today that I actually like had to, I was listening to a podcast and I had to like pause and like write down this quote because I thought it was good. It was, if it is to be, it is up to me. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like things that are out of our control. And like, we can talk about like God's will or spiritual power or any of those things, but you know, ultimately like you're the one who decides if you're going to sleep in or you're going to get up and do the workout. Like that isn't God. Like right. that is you. Right. <laughs> and so I just thought that that was really powerful is if it is to be, it's up to me. And that mm-hmm. is just exactly what you said. So that's awesome. Yeah. And the more like life throws at you and the more like you overcome, like the stronger you can get. Like I think, you know, when I go, if I, when, when I get to work out again, um, I mean, it's not a habit. I haven't done it in five months now, you know. I'm going to have to start it all over again, but like, I know I can do it. I have zero doubt in my mind, you know? Yeah. And like, like you said, like building a business, like you have been able to build a business even though you have all this other stuff going on too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who does that in the middle of a pandemic while they have cancer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Crystal does. Crystal does. It keeps me busy and it keeps me distracted, I guess. Yes, that's great. Yeah. I've never been one to set resolutions. I was like one of those people who would be like, oh, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the gym. And then I would like go to the gym, you know, like how New Year's, like the day after New Year's, Mm -hmm. the gym is full. And then like two weeks later, it's empty again. Like I was one of those people. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I was up until last year. But I read this thing. So I'm never like, I stopped setting New Year's resolutions and I just kind of like, I don't know. I just never really did it. But then I saw something online a couple of days ago and it was instead of setting a New Year's resolution to set like an intention, set a word that will be your 2021. And um, when I reflected on what my word was for 2020, I thought about like letting go. Like I've had to learn to let a lot of stuff go this year. Um, mm-hmm. My husband and I have had some like personal attacks and like things going on in our personal lives that just have been really hard and have been completely out of our control. And learning to let that go and not obsess over it, it has has been a challenge, but a blessing to be able to learn to let that go. So my 2020 word was let go. Um what about you, Crystal? Have you heard of this or do you have a word for 2020? Well, I don't have any nice words for 2020, <laughs> but, 
Yeah. Um, I thought about that as you were saying F that. Off. I, was, I was exactly. I was trying to think of a word, and honestly, I can't think of anything nice. I'd have to say, okay, I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to say a swear word. Um, <laughs> you can say F off. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say challenging because it, it's challenged me. I know it's challenged us. Mm-hmm. And I know you said let go. And I was thinking back, like when the pandemic first started, and I know we all felt like this, like scared that like mm-hmm. guttural fear of like what was happening. And like, it was literally outside of all of our control. But once you kind of learned to let go of that fear, you were able to cope and function mm-hmm. and like get through it. So that's a really good word um, for you or for all of us. Let go. Yeah. Challenging. In many ways for all of us. And then for 2021, I'm really excited about 2021. It's like right at the, you know, we have this vaccine coming out. It's right at the end of my chemo, like kind of getting off of that roller coaster. Let's see, what would my word be? How many treatments do you have left? I have three. I've done 13. <gasps> Who? 13. 13 down, three to go. Oh, you. Like, uh, I just want to hug you, like, virtually, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, I feel like even that's gone by fast with, with how crazy it's been. It's still, you know, you just plug away week after week after week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three more to go. Um, what What's your word for 2021? I need to think on that one. So I actually, like, it took me a little while to come up with a word. And I didn't want it to be a word of, like just a word. Like I, like I really had to like do some soul searching to like think of what I wanted 2021 to be. I mean, obviously better, (laughs) (laughs) different, you know, like those are all great words, (laughs) but for me in my life, like I have a lot of ideas and hopes and dreams and I've like, struggled with being consistent and consistently showing up in all facets of my life. And so that's my word for 2021 is consistency. And so you guys can all hold me to this when you follow me on social media and you're like, Lacey, why aren't you posting anything? And the thing is like a lot of things are happening in my life, but I just like get in my head and think like, well, nobody cares about this or other people have cooler things happening and, you know, all of that. And so like, I just need to be consistent in all facets of my life Mm -hmm. and show up for my family and my children and our podcast audience and my friends and just everybody in the same way. So that's my word. I like it. I'm going to say my word for 2021 has to be gratitude because I know that sounds cheesy, but with all the shit through 2020, like so many lessons were learned and even through the like yuck of it, so much happiness happened. And like, I learned so many lessons. Like I'm not the same person I was this time last year and it when I wouldn't be this person if it weren't for the pandemic, the cancer diagnosis, you know what I mean? All these yeah. things that, that nobody asked for and no one definitely wants or would, you know, want again, it changes you in a good, in a good, and hopefully in a good way for me, it has, you know, these shitty times are like almost blessings in disguise, like little presents, like, like, like shit on your doorstep, <laughs> shit on your doorstep, like make something out of it, make some fertilizer. 
you know? Yes. Go fertilize your lawn with the shit that 2020 left on yes. our steps. <laughs> yes. My what an analogy. <laughs> it just, it, it's my brain. It just comes out. But I, I am, I'm like grateful and I'm thankful for the changes that have happened. Like in a, to me, inside me, like my family, it's just, it's really been for the better. Like the whole health crisis aside, it's had a positive influence. You know, Crystal, that is so like a deep and insightful and, you know, I think like true gratitude because it's really easy to say like, well, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my job, you know, things like, like superficial things like that. But when you can say like, I'm grateful for the shit that I've had to go through because it's made me better, that is true gratitude. And that is something that I've really had to learn this year is like how to have gratitude. Because when people say like, oh, well, just like think about things that you're grateful for if you're in a shitty situation and then like it'll get better. And it's really hard. And I think a lot of people, myself included, like I struggled with gratitude in like, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I really started gratitude and gratitude journaling. And it's like, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it, but and my children just got out of the bath yeah. and now they're like stomping around upstairs. And I'm like, what's that? Like, <laughs> okay. So Basically, like what I'm trying to say is like you can be in a shitty situation and still be grateful for something. And it doesn't mean that you're accepting the shitty situation and think like, oh, it's totally okay. But like it means that you're able to find some sliver of hope, some sliver of light, some silver lining in there that will like is still like a pearl in there. Mm-hmm. versus like just everything being darkness, you know? Yeah. And well, that that's life. I mean, life is ups and downs, you know, mm-hmm. it's the good and the bad. And if you only, you know, are grateful for the good and you don't grow from the bad, then you're, there's no, there's no growth. There's no improvement or lessons learned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like still and stuck. And, you know, one of the first times that I like, was really like told to like think about gratitude and stuff was um, we had a really like terrible work situation a couple of years ago where it was just like our department was just a disaster. And this is like, like not news to anybody <laughs> who like, you know, if one of my coworkers were listening, they, you know, is not news, but um, it was just a really terrible time. And our Employer would say things like, you know, or administration or management or whatever would say things like, well, like be like, find something that you're grateful for. And like, you know, I think a lot of people and myself included resisted that because it was like, well, they're just trying to get us to stop complaining about the bad things Mm -hmm. and the ways that like things are not going well. And, and maybe that was true. But I also think that like when I really did go into gratitude, I was able to like, be grateful for being laid off during a pandemic because it meant that I wasn't exposed nine months pregnant to COVID, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I was really able to find like deep, like things to be grateful for, even though like I was laid off and on unemployment before I had a baby because of the pandemic and all of those things. So it was like, like just really like 
recognizing that gratitude isn't about like just glossing over the things that aren't going well, but like finding like a sliver of some positive thing in there in the midst of all the crap. Mm -hmm. And it's always there. I mean, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to dig deeper than others. Definitely. (laughs) It's always there. But it's, and it's so much more than just like, cause every night, like we talked about this, like we ask our kids, like, what are you grateful for? And every night my husband at dinner says, I'm grateful for my family. And so I had to like convince him to like start digging deeper because even though you are grateful for your family, like, like really go into it. And like, you really start pulling out those like slivers and those little like nuggets that you're really like, yeah, like I'm grateful that I was furloughed during a pandemic, but still got to keep my health insurance so that I had a a baby with health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. Very true. So I think kind of wrapping up our 2020 and looking forward to 2021, I, I think I, I think it's a good message. And I hope everyone hears it and doesn't just like roll their eyes, but really like take it to heart. And if you have like a, a shitty time, like just take it in and then just kind of work with it. And I promise you, you'll see the bright side. And if you're just like constantly like bitching and complaining and being negative, then you're not going to see the bright side. You know, that's definitely toxic and will kind of put your blinders on. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for listening everybody. And um, if you could please head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. That would be very, very helpful for us. And also you can follow us on social. We are on Instagram at Hey Smart Mamas. We are on Facebook at Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups. You can follow me on Instagram at STL underscore injector. You can follow Lacey at I'm at Miss MS Lacey Lynch. And then Ellen is on Instagram at Ellen Loletta. And I love following Crystal on, I'm going to have to like go look it up right now because I love following Crystal on Instagram because she's got some really good uh, memes that you post. There was one that I was just like dying laughing about. (laughs) I've been really intentional about about trying to be like, because I was so bad with Instagram before and I'm like, I'm going to be better. I'm going to do better. So I try to, I try to post, you know, not too much, but. Oh, it was, it was the one about reasons I get Botox and it's just like a pink circle and the pink circle little like icon is because I'm a grown ass woman and I can do whatever I want. (laughs) And I was like, I love that one. Yes, that was great. I was just (laughs) cracking up with that. So Crystal's a good follow. (laughs) Thank you. And then, yeah, so head over to iTunes. I said that already. Um, yep. Or wherever you social. get your podcasts. We're on uh, Spotify, too. And share us with a friend. You know, even if you, like, don't want to do anything other than, you know, to support us. But, like, share us with a friend. Like, if there's a mom in your life that can benefit from what we're doing, please, you know, we love it when people share us out. And uh, it really means a lot to us because we want to help as many people as we can. Yeah, and reviews are uh, very helpful. We got the cutest review. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, yeah. We, like, screenshot your reviews and share them between us. And we're like, oh, my God, look what this person said. We're so nerdy about that, but I love it. We love our reviews until we get a bad one. Then then we'll see. Okay, let's see. Do we have any bad ones? I, now I'm worried. No, we got one bad <laughs> one in the beginning from that guy that wanted to be oh. in the mom's group. 
just to be a yes. dick. Yeah. Yes. I do remember that because we wouldn't let a guy in a women's group and then he yeah. got angry and left us yeah. a bad review. <laughs> okay. So this is from Leah Coy and she said, entertaining, heartwarming, and real talk with moms, just like me surviving work, life, and family. Thank you, Leah. Oh, thank you, Leah. That is so sweet. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we really appreciate reviews. Yeah. And we'll be back, I guess, next year. Yes. And eventually we'll all get together. <laughs> yeah. Well, the three of us will catch up eventually. Yes. Yes. Everyone's had like some weird thing happen that like we can't all. Yeah. So I know it's we'll, been crazy. We'll Thank God there's three of us, three of us though. You know? I know. Can you imagine just listening to like me ramble for a long time? I, I couldn't. Nervous. I thought about that like before if I ever, I, I couldn't do it. I can't like talk that much alone. Know. You know, I need yeah. like someone to vibe off of. I know. Okay, well, you got both of us tonight. <laughs> All right, thanks, mamas, and thanks, happy mamas. New Year. Happy, ha- ha- happy smart mamas. Happy New Year, smart mamas. <laughs> Bye. And enjoy 2021. Yeah, fuck 2020. <laughs> <laughs>